Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you are here. I am pre-recording this episode a little earlier than I usually do because when this episode drops, I will be on my way home from my Disneyland vacation. So I wanted to get this out there so that you would have something to listen to. I didn't want to go a week without an episode because I know nobody likes that. So I made sure make a little time to get this recorded beforehand. So um, when this drops, I will be on my way home from Disneyland, which I'm sure will be an amazing time because I will have been at Disneyland, right? So how could it not be an amazing time? We did get a little bit of Disneyland news that everyone's been anxiously awaiting. Um, We found out that Pirates of the Caribbean will be reopening after its refurbishment closure on July 1st. So that's coming up. If you'll be there July 1st or afterwards, then you can plan on being able to ride Pirates of the Caribbean, which is pretty exciting. I don't think after this last trip that I've been on, I don't think I'll be back until the end of August because my pass is blocked out, which is kind of a bummer. (sighs) What are you going to do though? It will be okay. We'll get through it, I'm sure. I did want to mention that I am having a big party for anybody who loves Disney. It's happening June 17th in Draper, Utah. So if you are a Disney fan, which if you're listening to this, then you are, and you're going to be in Utah June 17th or you live in Utah, then you need to come to this party. It's going to be really fun. We're going to have dinner, um, we're going to have some games, and there's going to be a huge raffle. So everybody will win a prize, and there's going to be a great big grand prize drawing, and everyone will be entered to win the grand prize as well. So I'm really excited about all of that. I can't wait. So registration is open right now, but I will be closing it in the next couple of weeks. So if you want to come, now's the time to sign up. The cost is $15 and that covers your dinner and the rental fee for the pavilion that we're going to be using and then all of the raffle prizes and your entry into the big grand prize drawing. So if you want to come, then send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me at mixinsomemagic at gmail.com and I can send you the Google sign up form so that you can get all signed up because space is limited and I will be closing registration soon. Today we are going to be talking all about visiting Disneyland with babies and toddlers. I know when you're planning a Disneyland vacation and you have young children, it can be a little daunting. So I'm sharing 25 tips for visiting Disneyland with babies and toddlers to make the whole experience a little easier, a little better, and I think these are going to be really helpful for you. 
All right, let's jump right in. Visiting Disneyland or any of the Disney parks for that matter with babies and toddlers can be a little challenging. So it's important to plan ahead a little bit and this will help your vacation go a lot smoother. And a smoother vacation means less stress and more fun and relaxation for everyone. Now I've talked to a lot of people who choose to leave their little kids home when they're visiting Disneyland and other people prefer to bring them along. And I really think that either option is great. I see the merit of both sides. Um, You can have a really good time with older kids or just your partner if you leave tiny kids at home. But if you bring them, it can be a lot of fun too. Seeing the magic through their eyes and having them experience Disneyland when they're so young is pretty dang special. So I can see it both ways. So whatever you choose to do, I think will be absolutely great. So don't have stress though if you decide to leave your little children at home. I think that's okay. There's no judgment. You can leave them at home and that's okay too. But if you feel like you're going to be there missing them and wishing every second that you had brought them, then maybe that's your sign that you should take them with you. All right, these tips are in no particular order. It's not like one is more important than the other one. I did try to order them where they made sense with your planning, if that makes sense. So if you're planning your trip, I tried to order these steps in the order that you would be planning out your vacation. So I hope that would make it a little bit easier. So number one is buy discount park tickets. I say this all the time, but please don't pay full price for your Disney park tickets. Discount Disney tickets are available through my partners at Getaway Today, who are the number one ticket provider to the Disneyland Resort. Their tickets are always discounted off the gate price. They often have amazing sales like buy four days, get the fifth free, which is going on right now, or adults at kids prices. So save a little money, buy your tickets with Getaway Today. I've been using them for 15 years. I started using them the very first time I went to Disneyland with my little boys who were three and 18 months at the time and I was hooked. I won't buy my park tickets anywhere else. Now just so you know children under the age of three are free and don't need a park ticket or reservation. Once they turn three then they need a ticket and a reservation. Number two is don't park hop. Now this is like maybe a little controversial because I know there's people out there who love park hopping but park hopping is expensive and in my opinion it is not worth the extra time and money that it takes to park hop especially if you are visiting with young babies and toddlers. There's plenty of things to see and do at Disneyland and at California Adventure and you can easily spend an entire day in each park and still not see and do everything. Even now when I have older kids, when we visit Disneyland, we don't park hop. It's just not worth the money and we are perfectly content to spend a couple of days in each park just seeing and experiencing everything. Park hopping takes a lot of energy and time and money and you'll really have a more relaxing visit if you just skip the park hopper and do one park per day. Tip number three is stay close. When I'm visiting Disneyland with babies and toddlers, I prefer to stay as close to the parks as possible. I prefer a hotel within walking distance of 
Disneyland. So if you stay close, then you can easily pop back into the hotel for a nap or for early bedtime, and it's really so convenient. I love being able to just push a stroller right to Disneyland from my hotel and not try to deal with taking an Uber or parking at Disneyland and using their shuttle service. It's just a big, huge hassle. You have to unload your stroller, unload your kids, And if you're like me, I pack a hundred things in my stroller. Like we jam pack that thing. And so when they're like, you got to unload your stroller and fold it up to get on the shuttle. I'm like, do you know that that is like nearly impossible? Asking me to unload my stroller and my children? Like this is very difficult. So anyway, you can tell I've had (laughs) experiences where I had to unload a giant stroller filled with millions of things. Uh, So be aware, if you're going to park at the Disneyland parking or use the art transportation, then you're going to need to unload your stroller and fold it up. If you know in advance, you can kind of pack your stroller accordingly, uh, but don't let it come as a surprise. That's one of the reasons that I just love to be close. I can just load everybody up in the morning and walk straight to the parks and not worry about messing with lines for shuttles or unloading strollers. I do have quite a few hotel reviews on my website. I'll put a link to those in the show notes. And again, my partners at Getaway Today have great deals on hotels. So they can help you find the perfect place that's close or farther away, whatever you want. They have something that fits in your budget. And I've toured a lot of the hotels that they use and they're all really great. So you know if you're getting a place through Getaway Today that you're going to be happy, you're going to like it. Um, I'll put a link to them in my show notes as well so you can check out their park tickets and their hotel. If you book a package that has hotel and park tickets together, then you can use my code, which is MSM10, to save an additional $10. Tip number four is make a plan. Now, every time I say make a plan, then I have people who are like, no, it's my vacation. I don't want to make a plan. I can't do it. I just want to go with the flow. That's fine. You can still go with the flow and have a basic plan. I really think you can. Having a plan will make visiting with your babies and toddlers much easier. So before you arrive, you need to decide a few important things. Decide what time you're even going to get there. Don't just leave that up to chance or you're not going to show up till afternoon and that's not going to help anybody. Um, Decide what attractions are at the top of your to-do list. Do you really want to experience small world with your baby or are you like more interested in some of the bigger attractions? Think about those kinds of things. Where will you eat? Have you looked at menus? You can find them on the Disneyland app or on the Disneyland website. Do you have any treats that you want to try? Think about those things. Are there characters that you want to visit? Is your child obsessed with Pluto and you're going to have to find Pluto or you know, you may as well not even go. You got to you gotta think about these things so it's not 10 p.m. and you're like, shoot, we didn't see Pluto. We've been putting it off and now Pluto's nowhere to be found. Are you going to take a break in the middle of the day? How late do you plan on staying? Those kinds of things, just think about them. I'm not saying you have to write down a minute by minute plan, but have kind of some basic ideas of how you want your day to go so that you can accomplish all the things that you want to. It will be easier for everybody. You'll be happier, which means your babies and toddlers will be happier as well. 
Tip number five is bring along grandparents. Now, I know this doesn't always work out. It's not right for every family to bring along their grandparents, but if you're able, consider bringing grandparents along for the trip. An extra set of hands can be incredibly helpful when visiting Disneyland with young kids. Grandparents can wait with little kids while you take older kids on some bigger attractions, or maybe they need a nap midday. Perfect, the baby needs a nap too. Send them back to the hotel for a nap. Or maybe they're ready to turn in early and they can take the little kids back to the hotel. There's lots of ways that grandparents can be helpful, even if it means that they go on bigger rides with your older kids while you stay with the little kids. There's lots of ways to do it, but it's a great option. It's also a really fun time for grandparents to bond with their grandkids because there's really no better place to make memories than the happiest place on earth. So you might as well do it with your grandchildren there, right? Plus, in my experience, they like to buy your kids treats. (laughs) So that'll save you a little bit of money, right? If they spring for the Mickey ice cream bar a time or two. Tip number six is introduce your kids to the characters before you go on your vacation. Introduce them to some of the famous Disney characters. So when you get to Disneyland, and they see Mickey Mouse, they know who Mickey Mouse is. It just makes it so much more fun if they have some experience with some of the characters that they're going to be seeing. So you can do this by watching Disney movies or shows on Disney+. Plus. You can read them books featuring Disney characters. You can also show them YouTube videos with character interactions. I think that's a great idea. Um, so the more familiar they are with some of the Disney characters, the more fun they will have and the more fun you will have seeing them get excited when they see their favorite, favorite character. Tip number seven is be prepared. Being prepared for different situations when you have babies and toddlers is always important, but it's especially important when visiting Disneyland. You want to make sure you have everything you need in your day bag. You don't want to have to be scrounging around for diapers or realize that you forgot something back at the hotel and have to go back. It's just no fun. So make sure you have everything you need in your day bag. Things like diapers and wipes and sunscreen and hand sanitizer and bottles and anything else that your child might need during the day. Make sure you have a list and pack it. Think about it beforehand. It's hard to make a list last minute, but think about it beforehand and have everything ready to go. It's also a good idea to keep an eye on the weather leading up to your trip because I think that a lot of people assume that the weather is always perfect at Disneyland and it's really not. A lot of the times it is, but not always. So keep an eye on the weather so that you are prepared for whatever the sunny California weather might send your way. Tip number eight is pack a change of clothes for your young children and bring them to the parks with you. Accidents happen and you're going to want some dry clothes because inevitably something's going to happen. Diaper leaks, spills, someone's going to pee their pants. Something's going to happen and you're going to be happy that you have a change of clothes for your little kids. So make sure you do. And I also always bring along a sweatshirt or a jacket. Even if the weather looks nice, those evenings can be quite chilly. So don't want your baby getting cold. So bring along a little jacket or something like that. All right. Tip number nine is know what they can ride beforehand. 
There are so many rides and attractions at Disneyland without height requirements. This makes visiting with babies and toddlers really fun because there's so much for them to see and do. If you take a baby or a toddler to Universal Studios, I mean, there's basically nothing for them to do at all. But Disneyland's different, and that's one of the reasons that I like it so much, because people of any age can have a really great time. So here's a list of Disneyland attractions without height requirements. So you can take your tiny baby on these, your toddlers. They're great for anybody. Um, Alice in Wonderland, Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Casey Jr., Davy Crockett, the Disneyland Monorail, Disneyland Railroad, Dumbo, Finding Nemo, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, King Arthur Carousel, Mad Tea Party, Main Street Vehicles, Winnie the Pooh, Mark Twain Riverboat, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island, Pirates of the Caribbean, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, which is closed right now because Toontown's closed, but when it opens up next spring, you can take your baby on Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. <laughs> Sailing Ship Columbia, Sleeping Beauty Castle Walkthrough, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Tarzan's Treehouse, which is also closed right now, and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. So, so many things over at Disneyland, and there's also lots of things over at California Adventure as well. All right, uh, California Adventure, we have Animation Academy, Golden Zephyr, Inside Out, Emotional Whirlwind, Jessie's Critter Carousel, The Little Mermaid, Mickey's Philhar Magic, Monsters, Inc., Pixar Pal Around, Swinging and Non-Swinging, but honestly, do not take your tiny children on the swinging Pixar Pal Around. For real. It's it's not a good idea. Non-swinging, I... I will give my blessing for that, but do not take them on the swinging ones. Nobody should go on the swinging ones. It's my, my least favorite ride. It's so scary. Um, anyway, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, Sorcerer's Workshop, Toy Story Midway Mania, Turtle Talk with Crush, The Red Car Trolley, and Web Slingers. So lots and lots of things that babies and toddlers can do, which is really great. There's lots of things to keep them busy. They're not just going to be sitting there in their stroller all day waiting around for older kids to get off rides. I mean a little bit, but not all day. All right, tip number 10 is bring your own food. If you have a picky little one, one of the best things you can do is pack food for them. So this will save you money and stress of trying to find things in the park that your child will actually eat. You don't want a hungry toddler on your hands who refuses to eat anything except for peanut butter and jelly on a specific brand of white bread with, you know, homemade raspberry jam. That's the only thing that they'll eat in the whole world. Trust me on this one because I've been there and it's not very fun. So if you have a picky child, just pack in a sandwich. Bring them their favorite peanut butter and jelly on the specific brand of bread with homemade raspberry jam. They'll be happy. It'll save you money, time, and stress. You are allowed to bring food into Disneyland. I have a whole list of what you can bring on my website. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Tip number 11 is use a stroller. You need a stroller. Even if you think your toddler's a champ and can walk all day long, you still need a stroller when visiting Disneyland with babies or toddlers. Even if you plan on carrying them, guess what? You still need 
a stroller. They're going to be exhausted. Your kid can't walk 10 miles a day. They just can't. They need a stroller. Plus, it will carry all of your stuff. Uh, If you have more than one child, bring a double stroller. It's going to be great. It's great for naps. It's great for breaks and carrying all your stuff. You can rent a stroller in the parks if you want, or you can bring your own. Whatever you decide is great, but you must have a stroller. Tip number 12 is bring a stroller fan and a stroller cover. Strollers can get really, really hot. They can feel like mini ovens on hot days. And if you have a stroller fan that can attach to your stroller, it really goes a long way in keeping small kids cool. Uh, There's also stroller covers that are a really good idea. If there's rain in the forecast, a waterproof stroller cover is such a smart thing. It keeps not only your stroller dry, your kid dry and all of your stuff dry. I mean, even if you were inside a ride and it started raining and your stroller got soaked, now you can't put your baby in there because it's soaking wet. So even if your baby somehow stayed dry during the rainstorm, now your stroller's soaking wet and basically unusable. So if there's rain in the forecast, grab a waterproof stroller cover. They're not very expensive and they are really valuable and helpful. Tip number 13 is bring a small cooler. It's incredibly helpful, not just for when you have little kids, but all times. Keeping things cool at Disneyland, especially when it's hot, is so helpful and valuable. Um, You can use it to keep your drinks cold or yogurts or applesauce or string cheese, whatever you want. Anything you want to keep cold, it's going to do it for you. Um, there's really great soft side cooler options that can fit well under strollers, or we bring, um, a cooler backpack with us, but anything that you need to keep cool will, you'll be really happy if you have a little cooler with you. We like to freeze some water bottles and keep them in there to to keep everything cold that's inside the cooler, but it's a really great idea, especially if you're trying to keep breast milk or regular milk. Anything you want to keep cool, like I said before, it's going to help out. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll finish up our list all about visiting Disneyland with babies and toddlers. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. number 14 is bring your own snacks. Uh, Snacks are a lifesaver, especially when you're in long lines. If you see a tantrum coming your way, then pull out a snack. It's going to advert it almost every time. So bring your own snacks. Always have something on hand that you know your child will eat. I like to pack goldfish or dried fruit granola bars, but do keep in mind the mess factor because chances are whatever you give your child to eat will end up all over their hands and clothes. So avoid extra messy things, maybe things with chocolate if possible. Number 15 is book a character meal. Now character meals can be a bit pricey, but it's a great way for your child to get up and close, up close and personal. 
that's what I'm trying to say, with some of their favorite Disney characters without having to wait in line. Plus, having a dining reservation is a great way to take a little break from the parks. So maybe you don't do character dining and you just do a regular dining reservation. That's always a good idea, but think about character dining or a regular dining reservation. It's a great way to kind of take a break and eat some yummy food. You can make dining reservations 60 days in advance on the Disneyland website. Tip number 16 is rope drop. Arriving early at the Disney theme parks is always a good idea. When you arrive early before the park opens and are one of the first guests inside, then that's called rope dropping. I have a ton of information about rope dropping on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. But this is a great way to hit some of the more popular rides before the crowds arrive. You can expect shorter wait times for all the attractions during the first couple of hours. And if you can avoid long lines with babies and toddlers, it's always a good idea. Number 17 is use rider switch, sometimes called rider swap. It's created especially for guests with babies and toddlers and you need to take advantage of it. So with rider switch, then one adult waits with any of the children who are too small to go on an attraction while the other members of the party ride the attraction and then the adults switch places so that the adult who waited can then experience the attraction without having to wait in the regular standby line. It really is quite genius and you should take advantage of it for sure. Uh, it's a great way to experience the bigger attractions like Splash Mountain or Space Mountain or Incredicoaster. You don't have to miss out on those just because you have small kids. So I'll put a link to all the information about Rider Switch in my show notes so you can read more about it. But it's something that you're going to want to take advantage of and it's free. It doesn't cost anything extra, so take advantage of it. Number 18 is utilize the baby care centers. There is a baby care center in each park and they have some really great things inside of them. There's lots of things to offer. They have nursing rooms with chairs, changing rooms with tables, toddler sized toilets. If you have a child who is terrified of the toilet, which I have had that happen before at Disneyland, like they're so afraid of the f automatic flush, like it can be a problem. But at the baby care center, they have toddler-sized toilets. It's really, really great. They have feeding areas with high chairs. They have a kitchen with a sink and bottle warmers and a microwave. And they have vending machines offering formula, baby food, juice, diapers, wipes, sunscreens, pacifiers, Tylenol. All the things that maybe you forgot, they have it. So you, there's a baby care center in each park. There's one at Disneyland, it's at the end of Main Street next to the first aid station, and there's one in California Adventure Park located next to Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and across from the bakery tour in Pacific Wharf. Tip number 19 is visit their favorite characters. Make sure you plan some time to visit your child's favorite character. Maybe they love Mickey Mouse or Pluto or Elsa. Whoever it is, make sure you find time to go and visit the character. Visiting earlier in the day is usually better before your child gets cranky and misses a nap or two. So try to visit them first thing in the morning if possible. It will make for shorter wait times, happier kids, and really the best experience possible because you're going to want to document it all because it's going to be adorable. I remember the first time my daughter met Mickey Mouse. I think she was two 
and she was obsessed with Mickey Mouse, everything Mickey Mouse. We had a Mickey Mouse birthday party and she loved Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and she had on a little Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. She even wanted Mickey Mouse underwear and they didn't have any girl Mickey Mouse underwear. They had Minnie Mouse, but she was not about the Minnie Mouse. So we just bought her the boy underwear and she would wear it around happy as can be. She loved Mickey Mouse. So the first time we visited Disneyland, once she was old enough to be excited about it, then we went and met Mickey Mouse, one of the first things, and it was amazing. It was so amazing. She just ran up to him and she hugged him and hugged him and I cried and cried and I looked at my husband and I was like, see, this is why we do it. This is why we bring our babies and toddlers to Disneyland and it was amazing. She, of course, remembers none of it, but I remember it, and it's one of my favorite Disneyland memories. Tip number 20 is use mobile ordering. If you've never used mobile ordering at Disneyland before, you are going to love it. It's a game changer. So no more waiting in long lines for food with your tiny kids. You can just go right to the table, push the little button on your app that says, I'm here, prepare my food because you've already ordered it. And then they'll notify you when it's ready. You go pick it up and you avoid waiting in line. And wait, avoiding another line is always a good idea, especially when you have little kids. You can just skip right to eating. Everybody's happier. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Tip number 21 is order toddler meals on the menu. Almost all of the quick service menus or quick service restaurants, almost all of their menus have a toddler meal option, which is just a smaller portion size and they usually have things like mac and cheese or things that young children will really enjoy. So make sure you check those out if you're ordering from a quick service restaurant. Tip number 22 is take a midday break. You can head back to your hotel for a nap if that's what works best for you, or you can find a shady spot and let your baby nap in the stroller. I really love holding sleeping kids while I'm riding on the train. Take a few laps around Disneyland. That's my favorite way to take a break with little kids. Um, However a break looks for you, it doesn't really matter how you want it to go if you go back to the hotel or if you stay in the parks, but make sure your child has some downtime to rest because a well-rested baby equals a happy baby and a happy baby equals happy parents and you're just going to have a better time if you have a happy child. Tip number 23 is make sure you watch some of the entertainment. Rides aren't the only thing to do at Disneyland, and the entertainment is often overlooked, but it's really, really great. And they have some things that are perfect for babies and toddlers. Disney Junior Dance Party and California Adventure is a show that's designed for the very youngest Disney Park guests and kids of all ages are going to enjoy the parade and the show that they have at the Fantasyland Theater, which is opening up in a few days. It's the Tale of the Lion King. All of this entertainment is going to be great. It's also a great way to take a break. If you can sit down and watch a show for a little while, eat a snack while you're watching, really, really great for everybody. Tip number 24 is bring things along to keep your kids entertained in line, not just your babies and toddlers. All kids, 
sometimes need something to keep them entertained. Bring a few small toys or one of those bubble wands, something to keep them distracted. When my kids were very little, I liked to go to the dollar store before our trips and pick up a few things. I tried to make them Disney themed if possible. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But then I could pull out this new toy um, and they were always so excited. So if I spotted people getting antsy in line, I could be like, hey, let's look in my bag and see what we've got. I could pull out a little dollar store toy. They'd be so excited. It would get them through the next 15 minutes till we, it was our turn to ride. And it was really, really helpful. So make sure you plan in advance. Bring a few little things that you can pull out just in case you need some extra entertainment while you're waiting. And last but not least, possibly the most important tip, number 25 is go with the flow. Visiting Disneyland with little kids can be challenging, especially if you are trying to create the perfect Disney vacation, which I know all of us are. But can I tell you a secret? There's no such thing as the perfect Disney vacation. There's going to be crying, there's going to be tantrums, there's going to be trouble, and at some point you're going to wonder why you even bothered with the whole thing. You're going to be like, we should have just left these kids at home, everybody's falling apart, and I don't know if this is worth it. But guess what? Those moments are going to pass real quick, and there's going to be so many great times. Visiting Disneyland is so much fun. And you're going to create so many amazing memories. And when you look back years from now, you won't remember all the hard times. Those all fade into the background and all you remember are the very, very best times. That's what shines through. But the very best tip I can give is to stay flexible. Make a plan and do what you can to be prepared before you arrive. And then just go with the flow. Do your best to be just in the moment and enjoy all the magic with your family members and loved ones. Visiting Disneyland with babies and toddlers can be tricky for sure, but it is worth it. They may not remember all the magical Disney vacation moments, but you will always remember them. And trust me, someday when your kids are older and they're not nearly as adorable as they are when they're tiny, then you'll look back on those memories and they will be absolutely priceless. I hope these tips were helpful for you. I'm sure I forgot something. If I did, let me know. I'd love to add it to my list. That's all I've got for today, but I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for being here. I would really appreciate it if you subscribed to my podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you would rate and review it, that really helps me out. That's how people find me and that's how I grow. And it really seems like such a little thing, but it makes such a huge difference to me. So I really appreciate it if you would do those things. If you've already left a review, thank you so much. I so, so appreciate it. Seriously, appreciate it so much. All right, I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.